Hello everyone! The clip you're about to hear is from one of our exclusive Patreon episodes on a recent horror release, and just like all of our other episodes, it might include major spoilers for said horror release, so don't listen to it if you haven't already seen it. You've officially been warned. And if you'd like to hear the full episode, just head on over to patreon.com slash horrorqueers and subscribe today. Without further ado, here is your exclusive Patreon clip. I'm, I'm sensing some gentle reticence on your behalf. I'm curious, do you feel like, okay, A, is this film up to par with Peel's other films? You said that you've softened on us and you feel like mm-hmm. Nope is very accessible. How does this rank in the three films that he's made for you? You know, I, I, you're, I know you're baiting me. I told you this last night, and I will repeat it here, obviously, <laughs> Ooh, for our me? listeners. I, well, I no. would never bait you. <laughs> so, okay, I will confess, walking out of this, I didn't... It's not that I didn't know what to make of it, but I was definitely still processing. And I think I still... Mm-hmm. I mean, I saw this last night, and I am still processing it. And so, Yes, absolutely. There's the caveat with that going in. But what I think is, I actually like this better than us i don't like it more than get out but i find us more rewatchable than this i don't i didn't walk out of this movie being like i want to see that again immediately Mm -hmm. but at the same time i do think this is more dare i say accessible than us because what i think here so you know obviously with peel we're dealing with a lot of social commentary and subtext and stuff Mm -hmm. i think this is the most sub of the subtext we get in his films, because I think that between Get Out and Us and this, it operates perfectly fine as a fun summer blockbuster. Okay. And you don't have to pick up on the subtext here to get enjoyment out of the film or really like get it for lack of a better term. But it is there if you want to look for it. Like it's very much there. Mm -hmm. That's still some of the stuff I'm kind of like figuring out because I'm not always quite sure what this film is trying to say. Okay. But I do think with Get Out on Us, the subtext is more so text. So it's like you have to be on that wavelength to like get like get enjoyment out of those films. Whereas this one, I don't think you have to get the subtext to enjoy this film. Hmm. Yeah, it's interesting because obviously we are white people talking about films by a black filmmaker who has been, I think, most vocal about the obvious racial connotations within Get Out. But it would be disingenuous to say that he hasn't very deliberately cast prominent black actors uh, in lead roles for all of his films. Like you can't dissociate who, who he makes movies for, but also where he's coming from. Like it's informing his creative decisions and rightfully so, but obviously there's going to be certain things that you and I are going to naturally miss as a result, because we're maybe not the target audience or we're not as well informed with what he's trying to do. Mm -hmm. So when I look at his films, I'm like, okay, I think that white people gravitate towards get out because it's very confronting for us, but it's done in a way that is highly accessible. It's like, are you the the Bradley Whitford of this movie where you say, Oh, I wish Obama could have won a third term. That's really fascinating, too, because, I mean, if you remember with our, our Candyman episode from last year, you know, some of the reviews from Black critics were like, this is didactic. Like, it is mm-hmm, over-explaining mm-hmm. all this stuff in a way that Get Out did not. Right. And I still like Candyman a lot, but I can see how someone could be like, ooh, you are, like, mansplaining racism to me. <laughs> right. In a way yeah. that Get Out was not. <laughs> yeah, race-splaining, right? Yes, there you go. <laughs> but, okay, wait, wait, so you've asked me about what I think. Where does this rank for you in Peel's oeuvre? 
So this is interesting for me. I I still think that Get Out is the classic, right? It's the game mm-hmm. changer. It's the one that he had clearly been waiting his entire life to make. And yeah. it is. It's a, it's a fucking classic. It's a no-brainer in terms of that. I think Us is messy narratively like i was hanging out with dd crimmins from room org and that shelf we saw Mm -hmm. a note together and she was saying you know i prefer us as an enjoyable film but that movie completely falls apart the minute you start to pick away at the narrative like it just doesn't make sense (laughs) it does not make sense and i fully agree with that statement but i still think that us is a bit more enjoyable And it wasn't really until I started to read reviews for Nope from other critics where I was trying to get a sense of, like, how do I feel about this? So I read other people's responses to, like, basically get a baseline. Like, do I agree with this person? That doesn't connect. That doesn't resonate with me. Mm -hmm. And I I saw a couple of people say that Nope feels a little bit indulgent or maybe even a little bit bloated. Like, there's a lot of ideas here. And it sometimes feels like Peel just wanted to include it because he wanted to include it, not because it serves the story or these characters' arcs. And I think that's where I come down. So I think that you're right. This is very accessible. I do think it's going to make a lot of money, but I don't think it's going to be as successful in the long run compared to us. And I'll be curious to see, like, how this performs over the long run. I think it's going to have a huge opening. And then people are going to be like, hmm, it's not really what I was looking for from Peel. Yeah, that's when we get into that expectation game. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I do mm-hmm. think this will be his most polarizing film. Um, and that's the other thing, too. Like, I mean, like... Uh, Again, I didn't walk out of this being like, oh, I want to see this again immediately. But at the same time, I want to watch it again because part of my enjoyment of watching it the first time was I didn't know where it was going. I didn't know what was happening. It was Mm -hmm. so the mystery of what is this? What is going on? And I think that can also make the ending feel a little bit deflated because if you're expecting this big thing, a spectacle, if you will. Mm hmm. The spectacle that we get at the end, which it is spectacle, um, oh, might sure. not match what you were hoping to get from this. And so I'm right. interested to see when slash if I rewatch this, if knowing what it is, if that makes it more or less enjoyable of a watch. 